You are tuned in to Big Boys and Body Slams, three goofballs that talk about wrestling. Throwback and current day pay-per-view reviews. Follow us on Twitter at BB and BS Podcast. And while you're at it, check out our merch store and our Patreon page. All the links will be in the description below. Enjoy the show. What is up, Holgamaniacs, and welcome to another episode of Big Boys and Body Slams. Fellas, how goes it? It's going great. Thank you, Kyle. Luke. Uh, hey, Zach, you're looking real good today. Real vascular. Oh, That was his Johnny Ace impersonation. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Uh, no, I am Johnny Ace. Uh, this, my voice sucks, sorry. Johnny Ace, get the fuck out of here, you double cheeseburger. Okay, I need you to redo that Jim Cornette. Corny's here. (laughs) That was a really bad one. Try it again. Nope. Okay. Um, How's everybody doing? We're good. Hey, wonderful evening. We sold a shirt again. The cold streak has been broken. Aunt Sharon, you're a legend. Aunt Sharon, Sharon. If anybody should be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, it shouldn't be Bruce the Barber Beefcake. It should be Sharon. It should be Sharon. Sharon. That's right. Sharon Sharon for AHOF. We are Big Boys and Body Slams. You can listen to us on a variety of platforms, including iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Spotify, Google Play, everywhere, essentially. YouTube. There's a bunch of like weird third-party apps that like pull from iTunes Podbean. That, you can, that you can listen to us Wait, on as can well. can they listen to us on Podbean? I don't think they can listen to us on Podbean because that's a hosting service. What about uh, uh, SoundCloud? Like what about s- Podcast FM or something? Yeah, stuff is. like that. FM. Stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, um, but before we get going, I think we should just get right into it today. Oh, should we mention no. what's going on on SmackDown right now we, as we so, record this? Yeah, we just found this out. Bombshell news coming out on so, SmackDown. So, so there's supposed to be a triple threat, right, for the Raw Women's title, right? It's going to be Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair, right? But but guess what, fellas? At SmackDown, and when this releases, you'll already know, at SmackDown, somehow Charlotte Flair beats Asuka clean for the SmackDown Women's title. What the fuck is happening, fellas? <laughs> Who booked this shit? I just can't deal with this. <laughs> I cannot understand the reasoning behind oh, this. And, and you think the booking right here is wrong? Wait till you go back in our Wayback Machine to this 2011 show, which this show was booked great that we're going to be doing, but yeah. this time yeah. this era. Not. Uh, so this yeah, is, this, this era is the is first. Rough. Dude, this is the first uh, throwback pay per view we've done from this decade. Like from our current decade. For WWE, that's correct. Yes, yes. Because we did the Ring of Honor show. Correct. But yeah, I was thinking about that actually because they've all been like mid-2000s to like... Or 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 90s or 80s. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see what's going on with Charlotte and Asuka. So here's my hot We're two weeks away from WrestleMania, you guys. And things are going wild. Stuff is up in the air. And it's off the wheel. Oh, man. In general, I think the booking's been okay. But this women's feud... Like, what has happened to it? So it was the hottest thing in the building for a very long time. For weeks? Months, for weeks, even. And then all of a sudden, they... I don't and know they what they pulled, did. They put a full magazine of bullets in their foot. Yeah. It's happened. like... It was like... Well, I said this on our on uh, Facebook.com slash Big Boys and Body Slam Slam Chat today, because somebody was posting about it, and I said, it's like they ran out of ideas like four or five weeks ago, and they've just been like scraping the bottom of the booking barrel to just get by until and WrestleMania. And they're repeating the same stuff yeah, over and yeah, over and over it's, again. It's, I'm still excited hey, for the match. So, like, it's going to be a great match. Oh, yes, you, but can we... Oh, sorry. Did you guys know that wrestling's fake? Stop. Stop. Oh. Um, so on the flip side, though, of how badly and poorly that's booked, and we'll know more by the end of this podcast and i'll make sure it's 
um, yeah, we'll keep us, keep us updated. Yeah, but the Kofi and uh, Daniel Bryan feud has been booked tremendously. Tremendous, yes. You, did you ever think McMahon was going to have the heel heat he has again that he does right now? And it's like it's in a different way because his performances aren't on the same level that they were at. Uh, but he's still channeling it. He's still chan- exactly. That's where yeah. I was. It, that's it, what I was getting. It's at. more it's, of the he, okay. So back when he was against like Austin, you know, he could get physical, right? He, right. he can't get physical anymore, right? right? So he just gets headbutted. Tell that to Kevin Owens. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's in the like general manager of a sports team, right? Where he's taking the uh, being the villain, the role of yeah. being a villain. Like he's the one that's cutting the super the the, the fan favorite. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's. I thought. I think it's been booked fantastically and, yes, and I can't the match isn't official so I mean if there's one thing I'd change it's like I wish we could have bumped this back just a couple weeks it would be nice to have a title match on the books previous you know so you say that but it kind of was a happy accident that we're in this spot yeah in the first place that's true it's kind of just all circumstance because once no offense Ali, to, uh, I refer refuse to just call him no, it's, Ali. it's just Ali now it's Mustafa Ali can I um, at least call him Prince Ali stop oh stop Tiger Ali Singh yeah but <laughs> Anyway, we should get into this show. Uh, yes. Uh, before we do that, I want to tell you guys. Patreon. Have you guys ever wanted to be part of a club? Like, like Gallows and Anderson? Yeah. but Or a club that uses a certain type of ammunition. Like uh, the uh, U.S. Uh, Army? Yeah, man. Like a, sure. like a, a nuclear missile club? Sure. Well, uh, we can't say that club. See, they'll cease and desist us. But oh. we have our own club. It's called the Boost My Ass Club. Oh. Do you guys want to know how you can join the Boost My Ass Club? Yes, tell please. me, tell me. It's really simple. All you have to do is go to our official merch store at bigboysbodyslams.storeenvy.com and you can find an official Boost My Ass Club shirt and become a member of the club today. Is that all you have to do? It's all you have to do. It's, it's an ass boost and a good time. So, and if you haven't visited our merch site in a while, this is the only place to get official Big Boys and Body Slams merch, by the way. We have so many cool designs up. Back, back in the day when I was cutting these promos, I'd say we'd have four or five design designs up. We got like twenty up now. So if you haven't visited the storefront in a while, you you don't know what you're missing. So you're gonna want to go so, over there. So let me get this straight. Yeah, I get an ass boosting shirt. Yes, your ass jo- is boosted. I join the ass boosting club. Yes, and my ass gets boosted on a weekly basis. Your ass will get weekly? boosted. Not even when you're just wearing the shirt. Every Wednesday, your ass is boosted. Kyle, we need to be a part of this ass boosting club. Yeah, so join the Boost My Ass Club. Yeah. That, that was my plug. That was my sponsored plug. That was really good. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that you use the word plug and Boost My Anyway. <laughs> All right. Today we're doing WWE Money in the Bank 2011, coming to us from July 2011 at the Allstate Arena in Chicago, Illinois. WWE Rose announced... Four, thank you. WWE announced 14,815 in attendance. I don't know so if that's did the Wikipedia. Okay. So maybe that's somewhat accurate. We start off with a neat little video package. It's focused entirely on the main event. I love it. Uh, which is all about uh, the pretty much starts at the pipe bomb that CM Punk delivered pipe and goes bomb. through today uh, with CM Punk getting frustrated. He's not going to resign his contract. He's the number one contender for the title. And uh, Cena's basically the, the last man standing between. Uh, CM Punk running away with that WWE title, and that's going to be the focus of the video package. Opening it up, just a well done video package. It would have been nice to get a few more of the matches in there, but this show was very much building in anticipation for that main event the whole time. So, so a couple couple prefaces, and I know that you're going to be in the same boat on this next comment, Zach. Uh, I was not watching WWE. I was not watching the product in 2011. I was being a stupid high school teenager. I don't know, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, and. So I, I missed this and got to watch after the fact that rise of CM Punk. Um, but 
being thrust into this with no, I didn't watch pay per view before, I didn't watch any of that. Just the video packages alone painted the picture so beautifully, and yeah. I mean this rivalry was amazing. Oh yeah, uh, this is one of the things that started to get me back into wrestling, like on a big basis again. I wasn't watching a ton of it at the time. I was, you know, kind of keeping up with the storylines here and there, but I wasn't. I was very much a lapsed fan, and uh, when this, you know, when CM Punk kind of burst onto the scene, like it, it caught my attention. And uh, got me watching well, again. And I've never seen this show before. And I, was, I was I was watching. Sorry, Kyle. I was watching when he debuted in ECW, and I didn't right. know about him, so I didn't yeah. really care. Um, right. th- this was actually the show that kind of brought me back. The pipe bomb pro- uh, promo. Around this time, I was maybe watching like an episode of Raw or SmackDown, and an episode of Impact, maybe like once one a month. Right. And then that pipe bomb promo got me back into it. Okay, so I have to ask this now: Is that the greatest promo of all time? To me, I think it is. I, I mean, think it is, we man. talked about it before he got here, and I think so too. I think it's up there. I think. Where would you, what would you put even close to it? The only one that I thought even stood a chance until Luke was like, no. <laughs> and then I thought about it. I was like, you're right. It was the Stone Cold 316 was one. Was Austin 316. That was all there. that come da- all that came down to was a couple lines. CM Punk sat on the stage. And this was off the cuff for like 10 minutes. And he dismantled the whole organization. He went off like off the record and they just let him talk and let him go. I think just even from a historical standpoint and what it did for the WWE uh, automatically will probably propel it into that, you know, that's that rare stratosphere that so few of those promos go where it'll be remembered forever because all three of us sitting here now are talking about how this in one way or another, this feud, that promo, this match kind of got us, found the, got the love of professional wrestling yeah. back into our veins. Oh, yeah. And it did that for so many people in our demographic that, I mean, just from that alone, uh, it's got to be up there, right? Like this, oh, yeah. this, the, the WWE was in such a weird place at the time, like the, 2009, 2010, 2011, that was such a weird time. Yes, it was. And this was like riding the ship in such a crazy way that, uh, yeah. I think... At this point of time, when he says he's the best in the world, he really is. Oh yeah, he is on everything. The mic, the ring. He was the, he was the superstar. Oh watch, for sure, you know. And a lot of guys get really hot and then kind of flame out. And I don't think CM Punk ever flamed out. Not till he's, he left the company. Not not still. He's still people are still chanting his name at, at arenas. Pay per views. Yeah. Yeah. No, because that's a good point. they been... want CM Punk. And I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant before we get this started. Do it. Please do. There's a lot of wrestling fans who are like, oh, he's a pussy because he went to UFC and got beat up. I'd like to see you do that. I don't have the stones to do that. I don't have the stones to actually go fight someone. Well, I think Brock Lesnar just set the bar really high because, you know, he's like one of the top five biggest freaks of nature in the right. history of the planet. But but the people putting CM Punk down for losing two UFC fights, granted, this guy didn't even have a tune-up fight. No. Like, he never fought anybody in a regional level. He never fought what would be called a can, who was like a 1-15 a fighter. This dude just went in there and fought two two UFC fighters. I think, too, and you mentioned Brock, which is an interesting point that I wanted to bring up, was that CM Punk was barely even a trained professional wrestler, right. let alone an amateur wrestling background like I Brock has. I Not that in MMA that's going to translate one-to-one, but right. having that background for him compared to Punk, who kind of just taught himself how to wrestle... I mean, it's the backgrounds are so different. It's it, it would have been rare to expect Punk to be successful in well, MMA. And they tried to give him so his wrestling style in general, 
right, is like a Muay Thai kickboxing. Right. So people thought that that would just translate right on over, and I mean, it, which it, it rarely just, ever it does. Just, and one other thing before we actually get into the show, I give him props for walking away. Like I, I want to see him wrestle again. Yeah. And if there's ever any chance of this getting to Punk, like I would do anything to see him wrestle again. Like anything? If, if I saw him in an airport, I would tell him, dude, I would do anything to see you wrestle again. But it, it probably won't happen, but I hope it does. I hope AEW can get him to do a one-off against Kenny. He, he was just at uh, Comic-Con or Comic-Con, or C2E2 was where he was at. But I don't think he's going to, but I really hope so because he deserves the proper send-off. The way they were treating him with his injuries, I would have walked away too. Yeah, I mean, he had years of frustrations that were just building up inside of him. A lot of it came out with the well, pipe bomb, but it didn't yes. end there. No. It just kept going. And, well, when his, and, then, and they put rock over him. Yeah, and in his title reign, I think it was just like the one of the straws that broke the camel's back. And I, again, I don't blame him for leaving. Because kind of, he never got a WrestleMania main event victory, did he? No, he was never a main eventer. Yeah, he was he, never in a wrestling. I don't even think he would have cared if you won. How are you? How are you the longest reigning champion and you don't main event WrestleMania? Because wasn't one of them just the Rock versus Cena that was over him? Like the yeah. one where Punk. I think I don't know for sure, so we can fact check it later. I think Punk faced Jericho in the co-main event for the title, and then Rock that and sounds, Cena were above him. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think that's right on the money. Should we also, get into the show? This is this oh, is sorry. Chicago CM Punk's hometown. Yeah, that's important. a good that's a good thing to know. And they are uh, right off the bat, they're CM Punking it up. Oh I mean, they're CM Punk chance all night. And just right off the bat, they want him. I should say on the announced team, we got Michael Cole, Jerry the King Lawler, and Booker T. Ugh. Shucky Ducky Quack Tell Quack me. fellas. I I gotta say too, uh my heel Michael Cole just gets on my nerves. Oh, you want to you talk about getting on my nerves? You mentioned Booker T. I'm just happy. Booker that, T was bad too. I'm just happy that the raw general, the mystery raw general manager, never went bloop bloop. I'm, I'm just happy he that was never there. Happened. He was up he there. Was, he, he, the laptop on a podium. Quote, unquote, he was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, real quick. Yeah. Did you guys see the poster for this show? The uh, one with Big Show and Hornswoggle. B- Big Show's like wearing like a tie bandana, yeah. and they're like reading a storybook. What was it's that? Much, it was weird. I don't like. Did I they get their to... wires crossed on the network and put the wrong poster on? No, the no, 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 that's no, the that, real that's poster. The poster. I looked it up. It was actually in Slam Chat's worst posters the other day. Okay, I was confused because Hornswoggle wasn't even and anywhere tried, near this show. I tried to see if it was based off of a famous movie poster or something. I could not find anything. If you know what the inspiration behind this poster was, hit us up because I would love to know. Yeah. Because I was like they I was like confused for a second. I was like, this is the right show, right? Anyway. But we're sponsored by Skittles. That's good. That's important to note. I'd love me a Skittle or two. The first match is gonna we're starting off hot. We're gonna get the SmackDown Money in the Bank ladder match. Tell us who's in it. Sin Cara, gone. Wade Barrett, gone. Justin Gabriel, gone. Sheamus, not gone. Cody Rhodes. That damn gone. Cody Rhodes. Heath Slater, somehow not gone. Daniel <laughs> Bryan. And Kane. Gone. This is an eight-man ladder match, by the way. Well, I think you should preface this by saying this is not the same Sin Cara that's still yeah, with the company. OG. This is OG. Yeah, Sin I Cara. said gone, but it's... It's, it's, it's Mystico. O- yeah, it's Who's, the... He's now called Caristico for Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre. CMLO. So he's still doing, good, still doing well and, uh, for himself. And Justin Gabriel, now in ROH as PJ, PJ Black. Who you would never recognize. If you didn't know already that PJ Black and Justin Gabriel are one and the same, there's... You, you would not recognize him. He looks like a different person now. And Granted, also, it's been uh, like eight years. Also, but. the guy with the worst theme song Sheamus? in this match, Sheamus, he is still part of wrestling. Oh. He's not heard, and he's part of the bar. Um, Thank you. So, yeah, you're two, so two, two more people go over right quick. Yeah, uh, Wade Barrett. He's apparently now in Lucha Underground as as the Lord. That uh, there's was the not Lord. really a Lucha Underground. Okay. Well, he was, he appeared on like the last season, whatever. 
Um, he did some stuff been, for What Culture Pro Wrestling, also too, I been think. Com- yep, been commentating in places such as the World of Sport Wrestling, has been a GM for Defiant. Defiant. Not, it's Defiant yeah, Not now. Defy. <laughs> uh, he's also called Stu Bennett. And then there's that Dan... Is that his real name? That's just his real name, I think, yeah. isn't it? Well, no, but he goes by that for broadcasting. Oh, okay, okay. cool. Uh, and then there's that damn Cody Rhodes, and he's the executive vice president of the All Elite T-Shirt Company, and he's doing all right. Hey, can we, t- <laughs> can we talk about how, like, how much... Not that Cody Rhodes is a big guy now, but he's, like, a, way bigger now. Yeah, yes, he, he like was, muscle mass. Like he, he was size wise, st- like size here. Yeah, he's like he's including the mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's still wearing the the face mask, which he just wear for a long, long. Yeah, he time sold it. He sold it. WWE. So let's get on this with this match. So I'm not going to go through everything like beat for beat because this is a crazy match. They're hard to call. A lot of stuff happened, and I'll do my best. Um, so Michael Cole calls Daniel Bryan a nerd as he comes out to the ring, which is just talk about pot calling the kettle black. Young young Danny. Yeah, young Danny here. And uh, everyone brawls as the bell rings. Eventually, everyone's dumped out of the ring, but Barrett, Kane, and Shamey, the big guys, uh, the two of them go for Kane, but he takes them down and sends them both out. Kane goes out to grab a ladder. Brian drop kicks the ladder into him because he's like holding it up. Then Gabriel and Slater kick it into Brian, and then Sin Cara goes for the kick, but they lift the ladder up, and uh, Sin Cara gets taken out. Slater is alone in the ring right now, and he sets up the ladder. Uh, Gabriel comes in, climbs the ladder. Brian kicks him down. Rhodes comes back in, dispatches Rhodes. Dispatches, sorry, not Rhodes. Well, Brian. Bri- Brian kicks him down, like from the top rope. Yeah. So like Debry is flying all over. Yeah, the it place. was like a springboard missile drop kick. I right? miss. I miss. I mean, I know why he's not, but I miss high fly Debry. He was flying around. You know what? I do too. But at the same time, I don't think I've loved anything more than what he is doing. Oh, right same. Now. This yeah. is like my favorite one he's on right now. Also, it was at this point when I was like, shit. I should have started a counter for every time Booker T says, my boy or my dog. D-Bry, D-Bry, That's D-Bry, D-Bry. It was just, he was D-Bry-ing it up. Superhero. Oh, I wanted to mention that because this was ludicrous. So Booker T calls Brian a superhero. And when Michael Cole is like, what did you just say? Did you just call him a superhero? He, he Booker T like sheepishly into the mic goes, kinda. <laughs> it was so funny. He also, he also picks Kane in the beginning as his pick for the winner. And it switches every time to this yeah. match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like that's like a gimmick, though. I oh, think. okay. Well, you... <laughs> I think, like, yeah, I think. Uh, so at this point, Barrett and Kane are in the ring. Barrett sends a ladder into the corner, or sets it up in a ladder into the corner. Then he throws the ladder onto Rhodes and Sheamus outside. Kane, one-handed, sidewalk slams Heath Slater here. Brian and Gabriel are now going at it. Uh, Dana Bryan suicide dives Barrett off one side of the ring. Gabriel hits a plancha to Kane on the outside of the other side the outside on the other side there's a Heath Slater corkscrew plancha to Rhodes which was I don't know Heath Slater could do that at least in 2011 he could <laughs> yeah well he's, he's good Sinkari hits a top rope dive to Sheamus and everyone's just kind of dead at this point and back in the ring we get a Sinkara pop-up drop kick to Slater after Gabriel puts him up for some kind of move Sinkara is looking great he was OG OG Sinkara was he flew and he bounced like oh, he was yeah. made of rubber then he hits a hurricane run out of Gabriel Sinkara hits a top rope Spanish fly to Brian sick it was sick uh, Barrett sets up a ladder between the Spanish announce table and the ring apron there's a CM Punk chant Sheamus hits the brogue kick to Sinkara then power bombs through the ladder Sinkara is dead he, he convulses he's seizing on the ground this is, this is a little much uh did you see right after this Kane goes to do something off the ladder but just falls off no I didn't even see that he was like I don't, I don't even know I, what he was doing but he just like falls off the ladder Dude, speaking of ladder spots, there are some messy ones in the next match we'll get yeah. to later. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that, though. Uh, yeah, so Sinkara's convulsing. Stretcher job. And we get a stretcher job right off the bat. Hope you like that. Kane beats up Sheamus with the ladder. Rhodes, Brian, and Kane are in the ring now. The uh, All the little guys team up on Kane before going at it themselves. Kane sets up a ladder and goes for the briefcase. Oh, I should have mentioned earlier in the match something I thought was funny. Was it this match? Oh, it was the next. Oh, sorry, it wasn't this one. It was the next one when they had the little ladder set up. I'm getting my mat, ladder Come matches on. confused. I just watched the show today, too. I apologize. 
I know, I know. Uh, Brian goes up the ladder, but he's pulled down. Barrett, Slater, and Gabriel working together. A uh, nice little core throwback. Uh, yeah. Another CM Punk chant. Barrett climbs, but Slater and Gabriel turn on him and beat him up and dispatch him. Slater and Gabriel both climbing at the ladder now, but Rhodes d- dumps them down and goes up himself. Barrett is there to pull him down. Cody hits him with the crossroads. Uh, this time, Sheamus stops Cody. I love the crossroads, by the I way. I do, too. Me, too. I, I, I said it. the other day, that would be my finisher if I was ever a wrestler. It's just a slick-looking move, and it's, I'm too weak to lift a guy, so it's, it's quick and out of nowhere. I can do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this time Seamus stops him, hits the Irish curse backbreaker to Rhodes, which is also a great move. Uh, Daniel Bryan stops Seamus' attempt to climb the ladder. Brian gets up on Seamus' shoulders, and Kane hits this massive springboard clothesline, and Brian Whoa. nearly lands on so, his head. So he hits he hits his famous Kane clothesline, but it's like a doomsday device. Yeah, because exactly, he's on yeah. uh, Barrett's shoulders. Yeah. And he sells it like he almost does a full flip, but he almost lands on his head. Yikes. Classic Legion of Doom style. Uh, yep. Seamus sets up a ladder in between the second turnbuckle and the ladder that's already standing in the ring. I hope that makes sense. It's uh, the best way I can describe it. Uh, Kane takes him, takes somebody out. I just said him. He, uh, oh, Seamus. Big boots him. Yep. Yeah, and then choke slams Rhodes One and handed. Gabriel. One-handed. One-handed. Yep. Yeah. Kane goes for the briefcase, but Dan O'Brien recovers. He goes for a crossbody off the ladder, but Kane catches him. And then uh, they say he counted into a DDT, but it just looked like Kane spine busted Brian to me. That's what I thought it was. It too. looked like a spot. It was the camera angle, I think, but it, it was a counter to DDT. Uh, Slater and Brian battle the way up the ladder. Slater hits Brian with a neckbreaker off the ladder, and uh, Michael Cole says, "You know what they call that? Splat." Thank you, Michael well, Cole. Well, because kept, he kept calling him a gnat. Yes. How about how yes. pesky he was? Uh, it was still a stupid line. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> thank you for well, that, Michael and Cole. He, he he goes back to the well on that gnat. Line. Oh yeah. He actually goes back and forth between like shitting on daniel which he does most of the time and then he sells him as legitimate he's like oh he's a submission specialist he's like not even in this match but the whole show he's going back and forth from being like evil heel michael cole to like regular michael cole it doesn't work uh slater and barrett are fighting now barrett grabs another ladder there are just so many ladders everywhere barrett and seamus pop slater on top of it like like i don't know how like he's balancing on top of the ladder like on his tummy and then they just like toss him onto Kane outside. They just drop the ladder. I thought they were going to like pick up the ladder or something crazy. They looked like they were trying to, but they couldn't quite get it. Yeah. Uh, also, it was a cool spot. It was right before that. I had to write this down because uh, Cole, you know, calling Daniel Bryan a nerd and Booker T was saying that he loved that he was a nerd, blah, blah, blah. Well, uh-huh. Michael Cole makes fun of Booker T for being a drum major in band in high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then Booker T was like, you were a cheerleader. And, and, and Cole, but I was a male yeah, cheerleader. Cole's like, I was a male cheerleader. What's wrong with that? What other kind of cheerleader would you have been, Michael Cole? What's going on? It was the commentary was distracting, particularly in this match. I noticed they kind of slowed down after this match of being annoying. Vince is probably in the air, like, "God damn it, pal, you're ruining the show." That was good. That was really good. Uh, Sheamus is taking out everyone at this point, and uh, there are just ladders everywhere. Sheamus hits a brogue kick to Gabriel. Sheamus and Kane are brawling on top of a ladder. Kane chokeslams Sheamus onto the bridged ladder below, the one that I mentioned earlier that's in between the standing ladder and the second turnbuckle. Yep. Uh, and then something pretty cool. Uh, Barrett hits the wasteland to Kane. That's I not, loved it. That's not cool, but what happens after this is cool. I don't, oh. I don't know if I like the wasteland. I, it's just, uh, it's kind of neat. I, I liked know. it. There's I liked no, it a There's lot. no force. He just drops him. Right? It happens. Yeah, okay. But he's like 18 feet tall. How would you like to get dropped from that height? You know? Yeah, Luke. Come on. I am 18 feet tall. Oh, true, true. Uh, Gabriel goes up top on the ladder that's laid out over the top rope, hits a beautiful 450 splash to Kane, and he like the smallest window bounces. that he could have. He definitely hit his foot on the way down. Did he? On the Yeah. He had like a very small window because he had the ladder that was laid out and then the ladder that was actually standing, and it was like a Kane-sized gap in yeah, between the two. So when he was going down, he definitely hit his foot. Man. Ouch. But, but he, I mean, it still looked great. Stretching oh, yeah. job. 
<laughs> I'm surprised we didn't get a second one in this match. <laughs> Cody and Brian are going at it now, uh, calling back to a feud that they had recently wrapped up. This, Barry hits a nice-looking pump handle slam to Rhodes. That's a movie you don't see very often. Dude, Wade Barrett was busting out some classics. Wade Barrett was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, uh, um, Barrett goes tries for the briefcase, uh, but Brian knocks Rhodes down. Barrett tries the wasteland to Brian, but he knocks him down. And Brian goes up top all alone now and grabs the briefcase and wins the SmackDown Money in the Bank contract in 24 and a half minutes. You I did, thought this was... You did miss a part where Barrett wastes... Uh... He wastelanded Gabriel to the outside, like oh, I, I missed onto, that onto somebody. Yeah, it was oh, sick. I didn't even see that. And then like at the Dang, end, there, Daniel Bryan was just like flying elbows down on Barrett to avoid that. I must have been having an absent seizure during that part or something because it sounds. <laughs> you, oh, I, saw, I remember the elbows. You had a stretcher job. Yeah, I must have been the stretcher job. So uh, I thought this was a it? super fun opening match. I give it three point seven five stars. Actually, I really liked this match a lot. I liked it much better than the ladder match we'll get later. Yes, me. Okay, so I liked them both. But um, there's a little bit of bias in me because Daniel Bryan won, so I gave it four stars. Nice. Uh, I I thought the match was really really well done. Cool. And I Daniel Bryan was the perfect guy to win, and it was good seeing Justin Gabriel and Wade Barrett and some of these guys that you haven't really seen in a while. And it's also really good seeing Heath Slater do some cool stuff because remember when they made him look competent? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was a. I feel like Slater was the least utilized person in this match, but it still was good to see him like yeah as a serious not not kid. Do I love it. him as a comedy act, but he, it was nice to see him as like an actual wrestler. Well, I think he's got more talent than people think because he's yeah. under that comedy role. Right. But well, he's got Luke. too much talent for a comedy role. That too. Agree. Um, four stars as well. I thought that this was... yeah. Fist bump fail? Yeah. Oof. Damn, Oof. I'm having fun. <laughs> um, four stars. I thought this was a... For the, surprisingly, for the surprising lack of spots, I guess. I mean, there were plenty, but there weren't a lot of big time spots like you'd see in older Money in the Bank matches. Um, it was a masterpiece. It was super fun. Everyone looked great. And then, of course, our boy, our boy Debry did it. I actually, I think I have to say, uh, I used to think it was Hell in the Cell. I think Money in the Bank's my favorite match type of all time. I love the Money in the Bank. Me, uh, it's up there for me, too. That Elimination Chamber are like two, the two of my favorites. I think Money in the Bank's my favorite. It, it's neck and neck between uh, Money in the Bank and Punjabi Prison. But, <laughs> what about um, Kettle from Hell? Chamber of Horrors. <laughs> so, actually, I want to go back to what Luke just said about the high spots. Uh-huh. I don't think this this match had so many talented individuals that like they didn't need the high spots as much as other matches did. You're right. Because yeah. you had Daniel Bryan, you had Cody Rhodes, you had Wade Barrett, you had Justin Gabriel. Every single guy in this match is really good. And it was still a four-star match. Yeah. 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 Uh, my, consider my ass boosted. Yep, me too. Up next, we're going to get a shot of oh. Vince and his lawyers arriving. Uh, well, it was Johnny Ace and his lawyer. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, Johnny Ace might as well just be his lawyer. <laughs> it's true. That was yeah, his role on the show. Um he so Debray went on the cash in at TLC. Oh yeah, and he, he on Big Show where he beat Big Show, who, who had was, just won the title. Yep, from Mark Henry. And there you go. The World Heavyweight Championship Thanks, was just. And getting, then he lost it at WrestleMania to Sheamus in like ten eight seconds. seconds. Yeah, it, this World Heavyweight Championship was getting passed around like it was two thousand era WCW because it was just going from man to man at this point. Nice. You know what? Thanks. Yeah. Is that Daniel Bryan Sheamus eight second match? Like, does that just piss you off more than anything else? Like, those guys could have had a really, really good match. Could they have? At that point, with Sheamus? Better than eight seconds. He had that spinal stenosis, though. (laughs) So, up next, we're going to get... Oh, boy. If you wanted to come down, match, this is a a bathroom break and a half. Oh, I came all the way down. We're going to get Brie Bella versus Kelly Kelly, who is the current Divas Champion, for the Divas Championship. Oh, the ugly butterfly Divas Championship. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, by the way, Jerry Lawler, creepy old man in this match. Uh, so Brie is accompanied by Nikki. Yeah, so Brie and Nikki come out, and and as they're getting into the ring, they're twin magic. Lawler says, "These two little girls look naughty. I think they need a spanking." I'm paraphrasing, but it's just like it's not funny or cute anymore. Well, like it's just creepy. All at this I can point. say is. You can take Jerry Lawler out of the Attitude Era, but you oh, can't take, take the, the Attitude, attitude era, era out of Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Did you guys find it creepy, or was that yes. just me? No, it, he, dude, he. So it was so creepy. I love Jerry the King, but he got he says some stuff looking back. But think about it too: when you're like 15 years old watching these shows, that shit doesn't weird you out. You're just like, it's true. <laughs> but now, when you watch they, are, it, they are sexy. When you watch it as an adult, though, it's like Jerry Lawler's old enough to be their like their dad. Well, <laughs> so is the person he's like married. Uh, That's true. So. Oh, okay. Um. Um. Kelly Kelly is accompanied by Eve Torres. Yes. Who is actually married into the Gracie family. Really? Yes, sir. Right on. Which one? All of them. Like, it's one of the Gracies. There's like a thousand of them. Okay. Uh, Kelly Kelly's the champ here, so that tells you everything you need to know about women's wrestling. So, Kelly Kelly slaps Brie Bella at the bell. Get it? <laughs> and there's a hurricane run at Bella. She rolls out of the ring. Kelly dives on both of the twins off the apron. Double clothesline. Double clothesline. please. Sorry. Uh, Brie beats up Kelly Kelly with some kicks and then hangs her over the second rope. Bella hits, gets like a, a some kind of like stretch type submission on the mat. Kelly fights back, slams Bree's head on the mat several times. There's a neckbreaker to Bree for a near fall. Uh, Kelly hits the worst bulldog I've ever seen for another near fall. Just, no, it was like a face plant bulldog. It was mister. just, and there was like just bad communication because like Bree ended up spiking her own head into the mat. Did you notice that? It was terrible. Yes, it was I, awful. I've done that same move in SmackDown. Here comes the pain, Braun panties match. So stop it. And hey. then Kelly Kelly hits a famouser type. I don't know what this move is called. The announcers didn't care. They didn't sell it. Uh, and she Whoa. retains in five minutes. Okay, so be, the best part of this match. Did you see the guy with the sign in the front row? No. It said, save tag team wrestling, sign Max and Jeremy Buck. Do you know who Max and Jeremy Buck are? <laughs> the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. I, uh, I saw that sign like... Too sweet. And I was like, nice. Um, um, Lawler also throws in randomly as Kelly Kelly is getting oh, hair thank you. tossed yeah. around. Uh, that she sounds like a screamer, and he just couldn't resist that shit. Yikes! Yeah, uh, this yeah. match sucked. The crowd was dead. There are lots of botches, and the announcers. If the announcers aren't going to care about the match, they I'm didn't not even going to call the the finish. They, they're like, and eh, she hits a maneuver, and then it was like, what? And the refs counting. They're just like, all right, up next. Like they didn't even care. I give it zero point seven five stars. I absolutely hated this. Yes. I get. I gave it one. Um, I, I I laughed so hard when she was trying to do that tilt the whirl like you know what Rey Mysterio does when he puts his yeah like puts his head around your legs and spins you yeah well she was trying to do that and only one leg was on the person the other leg was like doing like flopping around it I was laughing so hard I rewound it just to watch that again this match you, you was horrible. rewound a part of this match because I was laughing you so were... hard and I wanted to see it again it was bad would you it think, that Luke? bad well for as much ass boosting as that first match did. I was completely deflated. Uh, three quarter stars. It was bad. Not the worst women's match that we've seen in on, on this podcast. No, not it, even close. But it's probably it's top ten for sure. Yep. Up next, we're gonna get a video package. And if you want to, if you needed to come down anymore, this next match might help uh, you yeah, out a little you bit. You come a little bit up, but. Uh, barely barely uh we're gonna get a video package hyping up the mark henry and big show feud uh essentially mark henry uh the big show pretty much just go to mark henry to become a mean and he like woke he woke the bear um uh, and uh, somebody gonna get the ass kicked mm. yeah so we're gonna get mark henry versus the big show 
Uh, Big Show chops Henry pretty hard to start the match off, and then hits a shoulder. Sh- Big Show hits a shoulder tackle. That to take shoulder out Henry. tackle was cool. Big Show got some that, air. That would have broke my startup. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Big Show wants chokes on outside, but Henry fights him off. Uh, gets sent into the steps, and then Mark Henry. Big Show's like leaning against the steps to like try and grab Mark Henry. Oh my god. Mark Henry drop kicks the steps, and that like really hurts the Big Show's Ow. legs. His legs are broken from that, um, the the ricochet off of that. Also, those steps. while this is happening. <laughs> Um, Michael Cole's giving the tail of the tape between the two, including their size of thigh differential. Oh, yeah, and the size bo- of their chest and the size of their shoes. Who was it? Was it Booker T that like couldn't move past the fact? Like, why would you measure their thighs? He like couldn't get past that, and he was like, "Tell me, me, you did not just say that." That was good. That was a good book. Thanks. Um, back in the ring, we get a single leg Boston Crab to the Big Show. Uh, this one spot. Okay. Uh, had more psychology than all the last when match combined. When have you ever seen in a big hoss battle a single leg Boston Crab? This one. Uh, Mark Henry was using all of his strength to keep that fucking hammock, uh, that ham hock. Oh, up in the yeah. Air. Uh, big Show eventually makes it to the ropes. Big Show hits a second rope shoulder tackle to Henry. Also cool. Oh, that, yeah. Yes. He got up. I mean, yeah. Henry hits a world's strongest slam for a near fall. And he that makes him mad. So he hits another, then a splash, then another splash for the win. Henry wins it in six minutes. Uh, predictably, this wasn't the best match you'll ever see. It was really short. Didn't have much time to build. I don't think they had very good chemistry with each other. Um, but it was better than the last match. So well, what'd you, you give know, it? 1.25 stars. For oh, me. my God. Yeah, Jesus. Didn't you like just, it. You just uh, opened the cheeks and shat all over this one, huh? Wasn't very good. I gave it two. Yeah. I, uh, I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. Really? It was about what I expected. I kind of enjoyed seeing them like crash into each other. Like, but Mark sh- Henry was massive at this point. And too. they're like shoulder the shoulder blocks and stuff. I mean they're both were huge. Oh yeah. But I don't know. I thought it was too I didn't think it was that bad. In fact, in fact, Kyle, I'm gonna take it uh just a little tick further and say two and a quarter. And here's why, Zach. You obviously were not encapsulated by the story. Uh th- this ended up bringing Mark Henry's like House of Pain run. So, you know, he became champion. He became brutal and he was so, like, in the video package, um, he'd go out and just destroy people just for the hell of it. He was world strong at slamming people through tables. Like, I don't know. I, I just thought those spots were super brutal. Um, and then my expectations were very low for these two in a Haas battle because we've already seen Mark Henry take on Matt Hardy, and that was bad. Um, but, I, like Kyle said, above my expectations and show sold shit really well i mean he made he made mark henry look like that monster yeah he uh and plus this isn't big show wears a damn beanie and a wmd singlet or a uh crazy drunk uncle i think you severely underrated this match yep we're calling you out what did Meltzer give it look it up i don't care what Meltzer gave it if it's not in the if this was in the tokyo dome it's be a 17 star match 17.5 this match wasn't as bad as you made it sound it was boring I, I'm currently researching. I think I, I was just still uh, reeling from the women. I think having these two matches back to back, like, oh man, it might have. But I mean, I don't think it was. I don't know. I just don't think it was that bad. But that's all right. You Up next, Dave oh, Meltzer's star ratings. There was a funny part in the video package where. Are you going to get to the like behind the, what happened after this match? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I. Oh I, God! Oh God, Kyle! What? what? <laughs> I don't. Dave know. Meltzer gave it exactly what Zach gave it. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't very good. Uh, okay, so, okay, okay. Maybe it wasn't very good, but it was not. It was better than like one and a quarter or whatever you gave it. That's exactly what I gave it. That's um, exactly what Davy Boy gave so it. So I did want to mention there was a funny part in the video package that made me laugh. I think it was unintentionally funny, but it was a part. It was after uh, Mark Henry World's Strongest slammed Big Show out of the cage. 
there's a part where you see the big show but it's like the slow motion shot of the big show just screaming and i thought it was so funny because it's just this large man in slow motion just bah! i don't know i thought it was funny. yes that was very funny uh, and then there was like henry just kind of beat him up kind of hit like a vader bomb like maneuver. yeah he so he puts a chair after the match he puts a chair like on Big Show's ankle, and then Vader bombs it, and uh, stretcher job. And, do you know how much the Big crowd Show, cares? Big Show screamed. Well, Big Show sold his ass they off. They cared so that. much that they started chanting CM Punk. <laughs> if you say stretcher job. I, was, I was gonna say, you know how much they cared was they were chanting CM Punk. Yeah. <laughs> We well, get another stretcher job. No, not not just a stretcher job. They got like the the they got like the cart. injury cart. Yeah. And he got an air cast put on in the ring. Well, you know, Big Show's not fitting in a, in a stretcher. Come but on. That, but the, the, he needs his, some flatbed trucks to get him out of there. screaming, man. It was great. Get off me. <laughs> yeah, he was just, he was really hurting. He died. Uh, he died. Yeah. Uh, so Josh Matthews is backstage. Ask Vince about Punk's contract signing. And uh, Vince reveals, no, Punk has not signed. And he is the biggest ingrate I've ever dealt with. And uh, he offered him the most lucrative contract of all time. Yeah, and uh, Punk still turned him down. So. Including the WWE ice cream bars. Yeah, he really, wanted, the, he really wanted those ice cream bars. Well, later it was. Uh, up next, we're going to get our second Money in the Bank ladder match of the evening. This one's on the Raw side. It's going to be Alberto Del Rio. Gone. Versus Kofi Kingston. Versus Jack Swagger. Gone. gone. Versus Evan Bourne. Gone. Versus R-Truth. Not gone. Versus The Miz. Versus uh, Rey Mysterio. Versus Alex Riley. Gone. Oh, my God. Alex, Alex Riley. Riley, I love that you saved him for last too. He, <laughs> I don't know why I skipped it when I was reading this because I, I wrote him down in the order that came out. Alex Riley was just in one brain cell and out the other for me. I was like, who? I got to see that Alex. Leg- who? I got to see that Legend Alex Russell Wright? live. Oh really? Mm-hmm. What show was that? Uh, Over the Limit, 2011, I think, oh, okay. and it was, ended up being the Miz and Alex Riley losing the championship to John Cena. Oh, great. I, I, I believe that's what happened. Fantastic. Well, apparently, Alex Riley and the, I forgot about this. Alex Riley and The Miz had like the same storyline that Daniel Bryan and The Miz had, where like The Miz was his mentor. Protege. Because they, yeah. yeah, they mentioned something about that in this match. So, uh, everyone brings a ladder to the ring. R Truth uh, brings a tiny little one. Hee <laughs> hee. So, What's up with these tiny ladders? Okay, sorry. Let me, just, let me just give you the entrance commentary. You ready? Okay, go ahead. So Alberto comes out in a sick yellow Lambo. Lamborghini. I love that song, by the way. And uh, yeah, Me too. I love that theme song. Um, and then Lawler says, that's what I ordered last night from Olive Garden. Cole says, what? Lamborghini Alfredo. Ah, yeah, King's, King's on it. Grandpa jokes. King is Co- on one. Co- Kofi grabs the littlest ladder and brings it with him to face off with Alberto and his bigger ladder. Uh, Swagger does some push-ups, brings his own ladder with him. Swagger looks good. He does. He does. I don't remember Evan Bourne's music, but it's sweet. Uh, he grabs a ladder. Our truth grabs a step ladder. Said on an earlier show that he is scared of heights, and he called it Afrophobia. What's up? <laughs> what? What's up? Nothing what's much. up? Nothing what's much. up? What's up? What's up? G- guys, nothing much. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, he's in his crazy phase here, where the truth shall set you free. All that. Alex Riley somehow gets a decent pop. I noticed that. I think it's because he split away from the Miz. Uh, this is just a year after Miz won the Money in the Bank to become the WWE champ. And Ray Ray donates his gangsta-looking hood to a Mysterio fan. The people the people did not like Ray Mysterio, by the way, in this match. Oh, they were pissed. They liked the Miz the most, I think, in this match. Which is very strange. I, I wonder what the what, what surrounded that. This is like when the Miz is like kind of starting to become the Miz we know today. A kind little bit. Kind of. Like, he's got the song. He's kind of got the 
look a little bit. Like he still kind of also think, looks like a seventh grader. I think getting rid of the faux hawk did a lot for him. Oh yeah, oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Cause he, oh man, it wasn't as bad as like like the jean shorts oh. with like the fedora that he was oh. wearing for a while. That was terrible. Oh. Uh, yeah. So everyone brings their ladders to the ring. The bell rings and uh, chaos just ensues. They all attack Alberto. Everyone's yeah. beating up Alberto with these ladders. They're being thrown on him outside. They talk pile. <laughs> yeah. And then Ray gets thrown onto slid under the ring onto the ladders onto I really like that spot. oh me too Miz threw him by the way it was low-key racist oh okay yep right on okay. uh cole <laughs> my favorite part of this match cole says alex riley <laughs> that was about my reaction when i saw him come out too michael cole uh and mine was just huh Miz and truth are like dueling with these like tiny mini ladders until swagger kills both of them with the big ladder kofi and born fight for a ladder, but Ray bounces off of it with a Hurricane Rana, and Hurricane Rana's swagger out of the ring. Alex Riley sets up a little ladder and climbs it like he's gonna go for the case, you freaking dum dum. Multiple times people set up this yeah, tiny ass ladder. I didn't it was understand. like this ladder's like four feet tall. Yeah. And the money in the bank briefcase is what are you gonna like do? 15? Fly? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do. Oh, that drove me crazy. Yeah. Um uh, Miz stops him. There's a diving plancha by Riley that takes out Swagger and Miz, and then a tope con by Truth over the top. And then Ray and Kofi are up top, and they both dive on everyone outside. This is getting sweet. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I love Ray's. I love Ray's dive. How he like holds up in the air for a minute. He does this. Yeah, he like sticks his chest Super out. He, 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 I was gonna say he kind of reminds me of like Spider Man. Yeah, like he's just hanging there for a second. Yeah, it was great. Um, so Bourne climbs up and then Bourne climbs up a, an the appropriately ladder, sized yeah. ladder. A huge ladder. A tall ladder on the ramp and a hits a ladder. beautiful shooting star press to uh, everybody. An this an airborne. Oh my god, it's amazing. That was so cool. It was. It was cool. Who who's better? Uh, shooting star press, Kidman or Bourne? Bourne. Bourne. Yes, definitely. Bourne. Bourne. Uh Kidman's was great, but man, Bourne's is perfect. Kidman kinda like made it cool and Bourne like perfected took it. it. Yeah, perfected it. was yeah, for sure. Oh my god. The way he tucks the knees. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's and, so good. I mean he Matt Seidel is his real name, and he is still killing it. Oh yeah, he's great. He's injured right now, right? Yeah, he got he was in Impact for a long time, and he was doing really good things there. Right on. Back in the ring, uh, Bourne climbs a ladder that. Oh wait, no. Bourne sets up an appropriately sized ladder and climbs it. Miz meets him up there. Del Rio dumps both men down, uh, and then the ladder just hits Del Rio in the head uh, after he dumps him. And Miz falls feet first and holds his knee like he just tore so his he, ACL. Yeah, and then bro. so well he he. he sh- it was like his legs hit and one of them gave out. But like they showed the replay like 70 times and it's like, no, he just landed. Yeah. And like there's no visible injury. Like maybe he tweaked it. But and then he goes out. So he was screaming. Bro. Yeah. So the Miz rolls outside and they like pull his knee pad down and it's like a normal knee and commentary's like, oh my they're like, God. They're like, look at that knee. <laughs> it's mangled. And it's just like, no, that's just how a knee is supposed to look, you guys. <laughs> they're really trying to sell that like the Miz has like. T- broken his knee and that's our third injury angle so the Miz is carried off and I'm like oh my god enough of these injuries at least it wasn't a stretcher job no I thought it was was gonna be it was close uh so back into the ring now uh Bourne and Ray are fighting on the ladder and then Truth and Del Rio try pulling them down they both get hurricane ronded by Bourne and Ray Kofi springboards onto the ladder by the way Kofi Kingston's in this match guys this is the first thing he's done in this match uh Kofi springboards onto the ladder with he goes above who does he go over he goes over Jack Swagger and then Swagger Swagger puts him in the ankle lock while he's on the ladder ladder, which is pretty cool yep um Riley is climbing the ladder now Swagger follows Truth dumps them both uh this is like kind of got a little repetitive here when like did, guys okay. are climbing the ladder, you get dumped. Did, guys are climbing the ladder, you get dumped. Did R Truth botch something here and hit his face? 
I don't know why. Because I wrote in my notes. Did R Truth just hit his face? I didn't notice. Uh, he might I have. I think so. Hold on. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, Truth props the ladder up on the second rope in the corner. Uh, Ray knocks R Truth right into it. Kofi hits the boom drop off of the ladder that's set up over the top rope, similar to where it was set up in the first. And he got air. Yes, he, he did. bounced off that ladder for the boom drop, which would not feel good boom, on your tush, boom. I feel like. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's I, still doing the boom boom thing I, when he does it. Uh, I think that uh, during that Ray spot in the corner, is truth hit his face on yeah, something yeah on the ladder yeah. sure. ouch yeah did not feel good i'm sure SOS. thank you del rio tries taking kofi out but he moves and then del rio just flies out of the ring like he he landed hard and then ray hits a 619 uh to kofi around the ladder that was cool and then swagger gets joy mercuried uh or no not swagger yeah. Was oh, it no, Swagger? No. Yes. Yeah. Truth, okay. Truth almost Joey Mercury's him. Yeah. Okay. But our truth here again is just messing up because he's like trying to run up this ladder into the ring and like, it took kind of, him a while and to he do like it. fell and yeah. then he like kind of rolled into the ring. The only reason that he can get away with this is because he's at his all time craziest gimmick. Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So and then Ray hits a six one nine to Truth who had just Mercuryed Swagger. And then Riley and Ray are fighting on top of a ladder, and then everyone just sets up ladders. Uh, everyone's fighting for the briefcase at this point. It kind of goes on for a little bit too long here. Del Rio eventually falls down, then Swagger, then Evan Bourne gets dumped all the way outside the ring, then Truth gets shoved down, and then Ray, and then Kofi's all by himself now. He almost gets the briefcase down, but Swagger comes back in. Uh, the ladder falls, and both Swagger and Kofi take nasty-looking bumps. Yeah, Swagger's was the worst. They fell, like, on each other. Oh, it looked bad. Swagger's looked terrible. Yeah, it was this bad This was looking. starting to get kind of reckless. It was getting messy, yeah. Um, uh, where are we? Oh, uh, Demiz limps back to the ring to a huge ovation. Hobbles. Now he climbs the ladder. Ray hits him with a sunset can, flip power bomb. Can, can I just Miz. mention? Can I just mention? Miz hobbled up the ladder faster than I've seen anyone climb the ladder ever. I know on one leg ever. He got up there quick. Uh, Ray hits him with a sunset flip power bomb and he's gone. Uh, Ray goes up the ladder to a chorus of boos here. Del Rio meets him and fights him. Uh, he takes off Ray's mask and they're on separate ladders here. And then it's just a fucking shit show because ladders are falling all over the place. And There's way too many ladders and in the Ray ring. And Ray crashes and burns. Ray crashes and burns. He's trying to hold his face because his mask is off. I'm just saying I understand that like getting your mask taken off is immobilizing. Uh-huh. But Ray's just like he's dead. He, he, like gets <laughs> he his goes mask limp. And, yeah. and it's almost like he didn't spend multiple years in WCW wrestling with no it's mask. It's what on. I always say when we bring up that Ray and talking about him getting unmasked. Like, we've all seen it. Uh, so Del Rio has to keep falls off the ladder. All, every ladder is falling. Yeah. He, has to run over, pick up the ladder, set it back up. He climbs, he grabs the briefcase, and wins the uh, Raw money, money in the Bank contract in 16 minutes. He would eventually cash it in against Punk at SummerSlam. Because Kevin Nash runs yes. in and boots CM Punk in the face. Kevin Nash got involved. Kevin Again, Nash 2011 his, was a wild time his, for with WWE. With dyed black diesel hair. They which, called him Diesel for a while, didn't they, when he first came back? No, no. They did Royal for a Royal Rumble, Rumble appearance. Yeah. and then. But I guess I'll go into that right now. So Nash interferes in this match between Punk and Del Rio. Well, it was Punk beat Cena. And <gasps> then... and then Spoiler. It, well... At SummerSlam. Oh. And then Del Rio cashes in, and then Punk or Nash boots him, and then there's this weird text message feud thing going on. Yeah, I don't get it. And then Nash wanted to fight Punk or whatever, and then Triple H and Punk ended up losing a tag team. They they wrestled. Triple H put him over. No. Triple H went over, of course, because he has to bury everybody. And then <laughs> Triple H and Punk 
lose to Morrison and Miz because Nash runs in and beats him up. Then Punk never actually fights Nash. Triple H does in a sledgehammer on a pole match. Jesus. Classic. I think uh, you said a phrase there that perfectly describes that, or whatever. And I think that kind of just describes everything that transpires. Also, as Del Rio's celebrating with his briefcase, he's got two big gashes, one on his shoulder and one on his chest. The chest one was bleeding. Both of them. So, as far as this match is concerned... um, I don't think it was bad. It wasn't a bad match by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, it was was probably one of the weakest Money in the Bank matches that I've seen. Um, I didn't hate it. There were just a few botches, and it got a little messy. Uh, I gave it 3.25 stars still. I still enjoyed it. I liked it. I gave it 3.5. I really mm-hmm. liked it. Um, there were It was kind of messy and getting kind of reckless at the end, but I think for the time, the right guy won. Uh, yes, yes. I think the, o- the only guy I would have rather won at this time probably would have oh shoot it's worth noting too that del rio was kind of on a vengeance storyline because he had won a triple threat match to become the number one contender at this show uh for the cena's title but then punk got reinstated after being suspended for the pipe bomb so that kind of was the storyline they were going in with i lost my train of thought but i thought it should have been evan bourne he he deserved a chance the crowd was hot for him whenever he got up by that champ right nope oh i I didn't think so nope Um, um I gave it three and a half. Right on. Uh, Kyle and I are on the same page so far with this pay-per-view. But uh, it's not. it wasn't nearly as good as the SmackDown one. Uh, still very fun. But I kept expecting, and maybe R-Truth was supposed to have it, and he just botched it. But I kept expecting a bigger spot from Kofi or somebody, and it just never came. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Kofi, like, literally had one spot. This whole match, he, well, he had Which two. Weird, he had the one where he jumped over Swagger, and then he had the one where he hit the boom drop, and that was it. That was all he had in this there's match. There's two things that Kofi Kingston's like known, known for, for in matches. It's Royal Rumble spots and, and money shit. in the bank. Spots. Yeah, that's it. it. It it was weird to see him like because he was over too. Like he came out to a, a, a sizable pop, and he uh, how far has he come? I mean, obviously we'll see him wrestling presumably for the WWE title right. at WrestleMania, and I think he's gonna win it. Um, Me too. Up next. We have a video package showing the ongoing feud between Christian and Randy Orton. Uh, so basically, Christian won the belt, held it for uh, five kayfabe days, two actual days before Orton beat him for it on an episode of SmackDown. Uh, and the feud is ongoing. Orton has beaten Christian twice in a row now. But uh, there's a little bit of controversy because at Capital Punishment and that match, Christian, after he got RKO'd, his body was underneath the ropes. The ref didn't see it. So Christian demands one more match, gets a lawyer involved, and has it written into the contract that if Orton were to get DQ'd, that the title would change hands. Uh, Orton is known to be a bit of a hothead, so it's a very interesting stipulation going into this and match. So, so Christian's trying to goad him into hitting him. Oh, yeah. Below the belt. Yeah. Also, I want to point out, theme song again, Christian's... Uh, just close my eyes theme song. I don't care if it's the girl or story of the year. I love them both. Yep. I like all of Christian's themes. I love the original one with like the opera singers too. Christian. Yeah. Christian. At last. You're on your own. Yeah. We're really good singers. Yep. Uh, should we get into this match? Do it. So this is going to be Christian versus Randy Orton for the the big gold on the World Heavyweight Championship. Christian slides a chair into the ring right to start, trying to instantly go to Orton into getting DQ'd. He attacks Christian with some big strikes and throws the chair out. Hits a back body drop, but Christian just gets 800 feet of air on. Christian sends Orton outside. He misses a slingshot dive, and then Christian gets draped over the middle rope. Orton misses a kick. Christian hits a second rope elbow strike to Orton. Uh, Christian's in control now. There's an Orton roll-up suddenly, though, for a near fall shortly after. Beautiful spine buster to Orton for a Christian near fall. Christian tries for the kill switch early on, but Orton breaks free. There's a cactus clothesline by Orton, and both guys are out. Orton teases the RKO back in the ring, but Christian has it scouted well. There's a Thez press to Christian by Orton. Orton tries for the draping DDT, but Christian breaks free. 
Christian goes up for a crossbody, but Orton meets him with a beautiful dropkick for a near fall. Orton gets stunned on the top rope, and then Christian goes up top. Orton meets him. Christian knocks him down, though, hits a diving headbutt to Orton for a near fall. Randy tries for the RKO again. Uh, Christian avoids it and tries the kill switch. Christian hits the kill switch uh, again on a second try for a near fall. Orton kicks out. Orton avoids a spear. Get, uh, hits a gut wrench, gut wrench neckbreaker for a near fall. That really unique looking sick. spot. That was awesome. That was really cool. For one hand. Yeah, it was. It was really cool. Uh, Orton's starting to get flustered now. He hits a snap scoop slam to Christian, followed by the draping DDT. Randy wants the RKO. Christian begs and pleads, and then spits on Orton. Orton loses it. Uh, he's hitting strikes to Christian, barely beats the five count, and then gets up and right in front of the ref, kicks Christian in the ding dong, and uh, because of that, gets DQ'd and Christian is a two-time world heavyweight champion. Uh, after the match, I'll get into it now. Uh, after the match, Orton just loses it, beats the ever-loving shit out of Christian, RKO's him onto the announce table once. And it doesn't break. And it doesn't break. He walks halfway up the ramp, comes back, does it again. It still doesn't break. Uh, but at any rate, Christian is your world heavyweight championship. He would hold it for one month. He would lose it at SummerSlam, back to Orton, thus ending that feud. I think they had one more blow-off match at Hell in a Cell, they maybe. Like this match a lot, like a lot. Really like this match. Wish it was a little bit longer. If I could say one, I know why it wasn't. Obviously, there's a lot going on in the yep. show. I would have loved to have had this been like a 25 minute match. I agree. They, they were really they make building. magic. Uh, I still gave it 3.5 stars. Really, really liked it. I mean, this Christian guys, Christian is so underrated. Christian. So underrated. And Orton Luke's late to the party on that. Yeah, no, 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 we already I, sang I, it. I heard okay, it. good. Uh, and I heard and to his credit, Orton was working motivated here. He looked great. I just love this match. So. To your Christian point, maybe the most underrated, most underappreciated wrestler of all time, at least in the conversation, don't you think? Yes. Uh, I think he doesn't get the dues because he came in with Edge. Of course. Well, so, it, it's not quite the Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty dynamic, but there's something there because Edge went further. I don't know. If they don't come in as Edge and Christian, though, I don't know if Christian gets a shot and makes it. No, no, I definitely agree. But I think it's because he came in with Edge, yeah, and Edge ended up being like a super, super, superstar. Yes, that it kind of made Christian Just fail in comparison. Uh-huh. Um, I gave the match three and a half as well. I love the storyline to this match. I love the whole Christian goading him, trying to bring the chair in early on, um, and then winning because of the dick kick. Um, again, Orton was at his best here, probably his best series of matches actually. Yes. The SummerSlam one, the Over the Limit one, this one, and it's this just was all like good. one of the worst or worst matches that they had. Yeah, like, and if it's three and a half stars, and that's your worst exactly. match. What'd you give it? Uh, I gave it three and three quarters. Um, I just, man, I love the psychology. Uh, Christian looked incredible. They made sure that Randy looked like an absolute beast. Um, Randy got a lot of pops. You know, so we said this on an earlier podcast. Um, you and I have been critical of Randy Orton yes, sir. as of late. And I think I made the comment that I don't think I've liked Randy Orton or think he's been good since Legend Killer days. Yes. That is that is false. That's right. correct. I need to give Randy his credit. Here, he's the apex predator. He's the crazy, angry guy. But the way that this is booked and the way they pull it off is very believable. Um, and and he's still got like an element. He's like he's like the face here, but yeah, he's a face with a huge anger. Problem. It's weird because they're both kind of in that tweener category. Yeah, but especially and, and the crowd was hot for Orton though. I mean, it's like the Pavlovian response when you hear that song to cheer. But it's especially during the post match beatdown, they were like freaking out. Hey, can I uh, go on record with something right now? Yeah, 
I think there is a good chance mm. that Orton and AJ steal the show at WrestleMania. I've been very critical of Randy Orton, but I think those two could potentially steal the show. I.e. Seth Rollins and Randy Orton. I mean, they didn't steal it, but they had a fantastic match. Yes. I could see. I think it's going to be um, a very, very good match. You well, can see that Randy's invested in yeah, this. Just like he was against the, in that Jeff Hardy storyline. Yes. I think he's he's relishing this fresh opponent. Yeah. And I think they're going to make some magic out there. There. So, spoiler alert for you two. Kofi's in the main event. I saw that. Um, Because the Usos refused to fight New Day and got counted out because uh, they had been attacked. What was and the match even? A gauntlet. Oh, okay. The New Day had to run a gauntlet and on Kofi's behalf. And they got cheap shot and thrown through tables and stuff. And then the Usos refu- took the mic and said... Because of the wars we've been through, we refuse to fight you. I love it. And like walked That's out. That's dope. I love, I love it. it. I love it. I love it. Um, so Co- Kofi and Daniel and the women's triple threat also all have chances to steal the show. But I'm putting my money on Orton AJ. I- I've seen, and I don't want to get too sidetracked, but I've seen a lot of people kind of down on this year's Mania card saying it looks a little bit lack- lackluster. But man, like the well, top of the card, the top of the card is incredible. Why are people saying You know what's that? funny? What? The worst match is going to be the two biggest names on the card. Triple H and Batista? Yep. Yeah, probably. Yes. Probably. Yeah. I did like what they did on Raw, though, how they actually added stakes to it now, so Triple H just careers on That's a, We can move on, but I just thought of that. We'll, 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 come, we'll circle back to WrestleMania at the end of the show. Okay. Um, up next, we get a video package hyping up the main event. This is what we're here for. CM Punk oh. and John Cena. And to oh. WWE's credit, you've seen it before in the shows where they'll show the same video package that yep. they showed. They did not do that. This was an entirely fresh video package. Just really showed everything going on. Uh, it really made it seem like there's so much riding on Cena's shoulders here that he's got to get this done. He's got to get this done. And uh, will he do it? Let's find out. I will say also, uh, man, when John Cena... So obviously the crowd is just on fire for CM Punk as he makes his entrance. You can't even hear the entrance music because the crowd's being so loud. That's how you know someone's over. And when John Cena comes out, like this show and then ECW One Night Stand 06 that we watched, it just really makes me wish we had a Cena here run at this phase of his career because the way he handles the crowd heat and just like the mode that he gets into, I love it. Like he just gets into this like ultra serious, like, you know, head down, march out to the ring i just love that look and that vibe that cena has just makes me wish we really got that heel run you know but we didn't and you can't change history um nice i noticed also colt cabana sitting front row and juggalos sitting on the hard cam side we got it out we got it all in this match oh god dude and this oh my god this place is is on fire for cm punk um one of the biggest pops i think i've ever heard ever ever stone cold like ever yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it was amazing. And and so, did you already go over the entrances? I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. A bit. If you have something to add, well, just just CM Punk. You know, they they gave all the suspense to before he came out. When he did come out, he sat down, and there was like a solid three or four minutes of just yeah. They just let it breathe of just pandemonium. They knew exactly um, what that reaction was going to be when Cena's John, music hit. And they John wanted to... Cena got worse booze than One Night Stand. Yes, he Granted, did. Granted, that has to do a lot with the population size of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. but. That was probably the worst shower, uh, the craziest shower of booze I've ever heard, and the craziest pop I've ever heard. I think the craziest shower of booze I've ever heard might have been when Roman came out the day after he beat Taker at Mania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay. this was—I mean, Cena was boo like the ca- the hard cam was shaking. They were booing so loudly. And he he, my favorite thing is Cena knows how to come out like you like you were kind of talking. He knows about. how to play up to it. Well, and he wasn't trying to pander the fans. Nope, he like, knew. Yeah. 
He he threw his shirt, he did his thing, and he was ready to fight. Yep. He knew he had a mission. And fight they were going to do. We get a, some really nice exchanges to open the match, which is funny because they're doing all this kind of like trading simple holds and doing some map-based stuff. And while they're doing this, they're chanting, you can't wrestle at Cena, as he's showing off some pretty good wrestling skills. Uh, That'll be ironic later. Yeah. Uh, Cena ducks out of the way of a kick. Punk. Punk sinks in the Anaconda device very briefly, but Cena wriggles free. There's a big hip toss into a drop kick for Punk. A shoulder block to Cena, uh, who then mocks the you can't see me pose to him. Uh, each man try their finisher, uh, both unsuccessfully. There's some kicks to Cena, and then a bulldog by Cena to Punk. Punk gets killed with a clothesline. Then we get a side suplex to Cena for a near fall. And then a, a nice kind of like modified fisherman suplex to Punk for a Cena near fall. I thought that was a really well-executed move by Cena. Cena lifts Punk up on his shoulders, but he fights off and plants Cena with a DDT. And then Cena deadlifts Punk, who was in kind of... who had. Cena kind of in like a modified triangle almost. Uh, Cena deadlifts him, who then uh, but then gets tossed outside by Punk. There's a knee drop to Cena, who's draped on the apron. Back in the ring, there's a Punk near fall. Uh, Punk gets sent into the corner post and then hits a crossbody to Cena on for a near fall. Cena, uh, yeah, the springboard is that what you're referring? Yeah, to? ugly. It was pretty ugly. No, it, he landed on Cena's legs. And like- Cena instantly starts favoring his knee. Yeah. And uh, I'm assuming this was like a legit sprain or something. This it didn't is, keep him out for any considerable amount of well, time. And he barely even like was limping or anything. Yeah. But that's just, that's he just, just John powered Cena. through it. That's yeah. just John Cena. He just powered through it, but it, he did land really awkwardly. So this was the first of a few CM Punk botches in this match. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple. He just landed a little short, but unfortunately he just landed with all that, the pressure of his body right on Cena's leg. Uh so Cena, as I said, rolls to the apron to tend to his knee. Punk tries superplexing Cena back into the ring, but Cena picks Punk up and suplexes both of them onto the ground below. Uh, there's a Cena near fall back into the ring, an elbow to Punk, a modified power slam for a Cena near fall. He like held him up initially in the fireman's carry like he was going to do the AA and then kind of turned him and then slammed him. It was an interesting looking move, I thought. Sweet, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cena sinks in an abdominal stretch. Uh, there's a double clothesline, and both men are down. Get a double down here. There's a punk roll-up for a near fall shortly after. Cena goes for the five-knuckle shuffle, but uh, punk fights out. There's a suicide dive to Cena outside, and then a springboard crossbody avoided by Cena. Cena hits the five-knuckle shuffle this time, and then punk lands on his feet on an AA attempt. Punk tries the GTS, but Cena avoids and hits a nice-looking gauntlet suplex. A big knee to Cena, followed by a bulldog. Uh, that knee to Cena when they showed the replay was stiff. Cena got his oh, clock clean dude. with that knee. Yes, he, he did. The shit out of it. Oh my goodness, that was wild. Uh, Cena ducks a kick and sinks in the STF. Punk uh, makes it to the rope. Punk kills Cena with a kick for a near fall. After that, Punk hits a top rope crossbody. Uh, Cena rolls through, tries for an AA. Punk fights him off, tries for the GTS. Cena avoids, sinks in the STF again. This was a super nice sequence. Punk breaks free. Cena powers through and hits an AA for a near fall. Cena goes up top. A near fall. I just want I just make sure you reiterate that that he got hit with an AA for a near fall. Everyone kicks out of the AA. Uh, oh, Cena okay. goes up top. He goes for a top rope leg drop, but Punk moves. Punk wants the GT the uh, GTS, but Cena fights his way back to the apron. Uh, and then stuns Punk on it. Cena goes back up top. This time, hits a brutal-looking leg drop to the back of CM Punk's head. Yep. Oh, Famouser man. Style. It was awesome. I yep. loved that. Uh, Cena hits another AA. That was a near fall for the leg drop, yeah. by the way. Uh, Cena hits another AA after that. Still can't finish Punk off. Cena's starting to get flustered. Two. Yeah. Two. Yeah, uh, still can't finish him off. Cena's starting to get flustered. He goes for the avalanche AA from the second rope, but Punk fights back with some big elbows. Punk hits a Frankensteiner to Cena, and then Punk hits another running knee, hits the GTS to Cena, kind of, who rolls and falls out of the ring 
Uh, at this yeah, point, kinda. Vince and Laurenitis make their way to the ramp to watch. Can I say right quick uh, yeah. on that Frankensteiner? Yeah. For one split second, because I had never seen this match all the way through, I thought he might do the Pepsi plunge. Oh, yeah. I oh, did I was thinking. Yeah, oh, I was thinking God. it. God. Anyway, go ahead. We didn't get it, though. I'm nope. sorry. Uh, so Vince and Laurinaitis are making their way to the ring to look on. This provides just enough of a distraction for Cena to sink in the STF. Vince now is calling for Laurinaitis to call for the bell. He runs up to do he it. Sprints. Cena gets Cena out of the ring him. and just kills him. Says he's not going to win like that. He wants to win this match fair and square. He gets back into the ring. Punk hits the GTS and wins the title in 34 minutes. Okay, I, I got to get going. I have somebody stuck on the side of the road. Oh, a five-star match. One of the best matches I've ever seen. The crowd helped play a part in it. Uh, lock the door. Love you. Um, Duty calls. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I can't leave somebody and their kid on the side of the road. Yeah, five stars. Um, loved it. Oh, my God. Uh, this was just a classic. A classic, classic. Uh, it got plenty of time to breathe. It was a 30-plus minute match. Um, it was fantastic. It was very well worthy of being in the spot that it was in. Um, yeah, five stars. I mean, it's a masterpiece. So, this was incredible. I think at any time if I watch this match, it will always give me chills. Just because the crowd just... They they laid it on the whole time. Yeah, they were hot the whole I mean, time. I mean, they were... You could tell the whole pay-per-view pretty much, except for you know Big Show Henry and Kelly Kelly match. That the place was about to blow up. Like, the roof yeah. was about to get blown off of that. Yeah, and they were just waiting for their moment oh my to, God. to come alive. And, yeah, it felt like that place was going to implode. Um, so, just chills everywhere. This this wasn't even, like, a, that great of a wrestling match um, from from a wrestling standpoint. There were a few botch, botches by Punk. Cena honestly out-wrestled him, which is a funny thing to say. I yep. don't know if you agree with that, but Cena out-wrestled him. Cena looked really good. Cena looked super good. Really good. And I think that we were so biased, or I'll speak on behalf of myself, uh, that we were so biased that he was the Hulk Hogan that was just always right. going over, that we didn't appreciate some of some of those performances when he was just so solid. Yeah, you could everything. always depend on him for Never a three-plus star match. Never botched. Um, yeah, probably the greatest mat- crowd for a match ever. Uh, it, it just didn't matter, man. The ring psychology was incredible. Yeah, I mean, this it was CM so intense. CM Punk knew how to how to sap every last bit of energy from the fans. Oh yeah. Um, when he knocked Cena out and screamed Chicago, it went yeah. for the suicide dive. When he's high fiving uh, Colt Cabana, um, when oh god, I'm just I'm just I love this match so much. I'm losing track now, but it was fantastic. Um, after the match. Uh, Vince is just freaking out. He yep. runs. He runs up to uh, King's headset. The King's headset takes it off and says, "Cut the goddamn music!" So they cut the music, and then he says, "Get Del Rio out here. Have him cash in." So uh, there was like a, some confusion and a kerfuffle. Del Rio eventually runs out. Punk just hits him with the black mass and kills him. And uh, then the black mass. Yeah, nice. And then Punk. Uh, saw kick. I prefer. Yeah. Punk grabs the title. Uh, gets into the crowd. This very very famous shot now. Vince is standing on one side of the camera. Punk's on the other, kind of farther away. Blows a kiss to uh, Vince. Takes his title and leaves to the crowd. And that's As how they are off just the losing their shit. Oh man, the 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 way to the end of the show is just perfect. Obviously, the shot of Punk blowing McMahon the kiss is like iconic. I mean, for this yes. generation, that's like the moment for a lot of people. Yes. Uh, just great, great stuff. And that's how we go off the air. Um, overall, I like the show a lot. Uh, I know it was at an awkward time for WWE that kind of shows at times, but there were really only two matches on this show that I, that I didn't like everything else I thought was super fun. Um, 
it was nice to only have it, what, like six matches on the card? I don't remember exactly what he yep, had. It was six. Uh, it was just a wrestling show for wrestling fans, and obviously that main event speaks for itself. Watch If you're going to watch any match from the show, obviously watch that. Uh, but the rest of the card stacks up really well as well. I give it A- minus overall. If it wasn't for those two matches, I mean, they were looking at an A show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gave it a B plus. Uh, I probably should have given it an A minus, but I'll, I'll stick. I'll stick with the B plus. Uh, five star match for the main event. I mean, I can't. I can't think of a. I can't think of a pay per view that had a better pay, like a better send off. Yeah, like it just ended more in a shock value, uh, pleasing the fans sort yeah. of a way. Ironically, since the whole gimmick is that he's leaving right, with right. the title. Um, but the Money in the Bank matches were good. The first one was great. The Randy Orton Christian match was great. Um, I I absolutely loved it. So yeah, B plus. And um, let's see. The, when you talk about the how iconic the show was, they start the show off by kicking off a push for a wrestler that would become their cornerstone, right? And Daniel Bryan. Um, even the I mean even the Henry Show match was meaningful. I'm just disappointed yeah. in myself for not seeing this pay-per-view before now. I know. It's incredible. That's how I feel, too. So, I love um, it. So, Punk would obviously still be with the company after this. He, he, would, he would wait sh- it like a month or so. Yeah, he'd show up about a month later. They'd, vacate, they'd have like a tournament for the title yeah. that Ray won. Yeah. Well, Ray won and then Cena won. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Uh, Cena won the actual title match, became the WWE champion, and then Punk showed up. They had a unification match, which Cena won, I want to say. Mm, or did Punk see, Kyle win? had all the same. See, info. I can't remember. Um, uh, but it would, inevitably, it would lead to the 400 plus day reign of CM Punk a little bit later on in 2012. 2012 was the year of Punk, essentially. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, that would be his defining his defining moment for many people. Was this right here on this show? Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, by far. And then he comes back with cult of personality and the yep. rest is history. Yep. And that's Money in the Bank 2011, a really fun show. Watch I'm glad, I'm glad we show. watched it. Watch the show. Oh. Um, next week. I, I got this. This is usually Kyle's. Next spot. week we have WrestleMania 21. It's WrestleMania 21. season one, and then after that and we have it, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. We are real, getting so oh close. Uh, what are we looking at for WrestleMania 21? So uh, I I do have to say, well, actually, yeah. I I helped book this. I helped book the month. You booked this month. Yeah, I, I booked April. So if if you want to hate, go ahead and direct all your comments towards me. If you want to love, I I like that too. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania 21 is what we got next week. Starts out with a singles match. It's Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Yes, it's that storyline. Is this the Dominic? It's the, yeah. Which which is Classic. funny because we just saw Dominic. Dominic's a giant. Yeah. Yeah. Way bigger than his dad. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. But... Hilariously bigger than his dad. <laughs> I know. Um, um, hot take. He's gonna be a stud. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, Dom. It's the Dominic like custody weird storyline between <laughs> Eddie and Ray, and then we're followed by the Money in the Bank ladder match, the inaugural that Edge wins, right? Spoiler alert, I guess. Are you serious? Everyone knows that. Come wow. On. The inaugural Money in the Bank ladder match. Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho versus Christian with Tyson Tomko. Versus, Classic. Yeah, there's a blast from the past. Versus Edge versus Kane versus Shelton Benjamin, the Kofi before the Kofi. You know what's funny? There's what? more people from that match in 2005 that are still with the company than there were in the, that is <laughs> in the SmackDown Money in the Bank oh match from 2011. Oh, man. Uh, singles match Randy Orton versus The Undertaker nice um, world's or excuse me world women's title match Trish Stratus the champion versus Christy Hemi who's accompanied by Lita I don't remember that one we'll see I mean I wish it was versus Lita at least you get to see Christy Hemi right pal oh yes 
Yes, 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 yes. Her and Maria are just... Yep. Anyway, uh, singles match. Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yep, that's a five-star yep. match. And then you're going to come way down as The Big Show takes on Aki Bono in a sumo match. Oh, no. <laughs> WrestleMania I goes Hollywood, bro. That. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Big Show wears a diaper. Oh, man. Uh, WWE heavyweight title match. This is the crowning of Jonathan Cena. Oh. It's JBL, the champion, versus John. And uh, then it is capped off with the world heavyweight title match, Triple H, accompanied by Ric Flair, the champion. Right on. Versus Batista, which is funny. We're going to yeah. be seeing two yeah, that's a weeks call. in a row. Yeah. Two weeks in a row, we're going to be seeing Triple H versus Batista. So that's what we have next week. We hope you'll join us. Also, Ready to Rumble is coming up. So that bonus episode. Let's do it. Let, get ready for that to hit your ears in the next week or so. Uh, we're so glad you listened today. We hope you listen next week. And again, just a reminder, uh, no live stream after WrestleMania. We'll be just having a regular old yeah, podcast. Yeah, because it's going to be you know half a day long. Yeah, it's going to be an entire... T- t- pretty much our whole day will be watching yeah, WrestleMania. it'll be like 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, so we won't be recording till Monday like we typically do, which you guys wouldn't know that. But I'll, I'll release it probably on Monday night, Tuesday morning. Get it out there a little bit early for your ears. But no live stream, unfortunately, for that. Um, we hope you'll join us, though. And uh, too sweet me, Luke. Too sweet. We Whee! love you. Whee!